grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God which we meditate upon this morning is from the Gospel of Luke chapter 24 verses 1 to 12. We'll begin with the first two verses. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Near the end of World War II, there was a Japanese intelligence officer named Hiro Onoda who was stationed to Lubang Island in the Philippines. His job was to do guerrilla warfare and prepare the island for Japanese invasion. The only problem is, when World War II ended, he stayed. For 30 years after the end of World War II, he stayed and continued his unnecessary guerrilla warfare. He and a couple of other men that were with him stayed originally because they didn't know that World War II was over. But they continued because they didn't believe that it was over. The women on that first Easter morning walk to the tomb in the pre-dawn night. They walk in sorrow. They walk in confusion. They walk in no, they walk in confusion, not knowing that Jesus had already risen from the dead. The New King James translation says very early in the morning, but it could just as easily be translated in the deep morning, the time just before dawn when it's still dark and it's still cold. And the Gospel of John uh, lets us know this. It says, while it was still dark. They walked in physical darkness because the sun had not yet risen, but even worse than that, they walked in spiritual darkness because they did not know that the Son of God had already arisen. Long ago, it was prophesied that God would bring his salvation to his people just at the break of dawn. Psalm 46.5 God shall help her just at the break of dawn. No matter how dark, no matter how weary, no matter how cold our path is right now on this earth, we can still rejoice because the Son of God is already arisen. Even when the sun has not yet risen on our day on this earth, for whatever reason, Christ is arisen. There's a story told about Martin Luther. You've probably heard it before, but it's one worth repeating that after a few days of Martin Luther being very depressed and sorrowful, he came downstairs to find his wife Katie dressed all in black. Who died, he said. Well, from the way you've been acting, she responded, I assumed that Jesus was still dead. There is no need anymore for the depression and the sorrow and the confusion that the women were in as they walked in that first Easter morning to the tomb. They didn't know it yet, but we already know Jesus has already arisen. Therefore, the Apostle Paul encourages us, do not sorrow like those who have no hope, but rather rejoice knowing that Jesus is already arisen. We continue with verses 3 through 8. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. 
And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. After about six, about six months after the end of World War II, Hero and the men who were with him did see some pamphlets saying that, the world, that World War II had ended, but they didn't believe them. And later on, the Japanese government actually dropped letters and pictures from their families, those men's families, urging them to return home because the war was ended, but they assumed it must be an ally trek and still did not believe it. It was not until 30 years later when the Japanese government actually flew out the man who had been Hiro's commanding officer, now he was a, a bookseller, they actually flew him out to the Philippines and he tracked him down and met with him face to face before Hiro was finally convinced and surrendered and went home. The angels asked the women, what are you doing here? Why are you seeking the living among the dead? These women believe in the resurrection, but they believe in a resurrection that is to come. They believe in the resurrection on the last day. They were not expecting to find Jesus arisen when they came to the tomb that morning. They believed in the resurrection, but they did not believe in it now and here. Even though they had seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, even though they saw the empty tomb, even though they saw the angel. They didn't believe until they remembered the words that Jesus himself had spoken. We too also often believe in a resurrection on the last day. We too also often believe in a resurrection to come, but do not believe in the resurrection now. Do not expect to see Jesus active in our life and his power present with us now. Why is it? that they did not expect to see Jesus risen, even though they had seen him, they had just seen him raise Lazarus from the dead. Well, one miracle is hard enough to believe. Two is even more difficult, right? If you win the lottery once, not that I'm saying you should play the lottery, but if you were to win the lottery once, that would be incredible enough. You'd never expect to win it again. One miracle was enough, they probably thought. One resurrection, enough. But Jesus is risen from the dead now, and he is among us in our life. God is not the God only of the dead. What do the angels say? He is not among the dead, but among the living. His power is present with you now to comfort you, to strengthen you, to heal you, to be with you. A few weeks ago, I gave a sermon where we talked about expecting miracles. Do not come to the word. Do not come to the grave expecting to find Jesus dead. But rather know that he is risen and with you and present with you right now. Do not be like Thomas who would not believe until he saw personally, face to face, the Lord. Do not be like Hero 
who would not believe until his commanding officer came in person. But know that even if you can't see him, Jesus and his power is with you right now. We continue with verses 9 to 12. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanne, Mary the mother of James, and the other women who were with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. Hiro Onoda returned to Japan after 30 years, a hero to the Japanese people. This despite the fact that during those 30 years he continued to kill Filipino farmers, over 30 of them. He also continued to burn and to steal their crops. But these facts were an inconvenient truth that many of the Japanese tried to overlook or not look into too deeply, something they didn't really want to hear about, and something which Hiro actually left out completely from his autobiography. Sometimes when something good happens to us, we might be a little bit afraid to look into it too deeply, lest we find out that it's not as good as it seems to be, right? There are some facts that we might tend to treat like ice, like thin ice, don't want to crack the surface because we might not want to know what's underneath, what inconvenient truths are hidden under that ice. What did Peter find when he ran to the tomb? He found that the body of the Lord was still not there because Jesus was still risen from the dead. There is no inconvenient truth with regard to the Lord's resurrection. No facts that need to be covered up or hidden. You can hammer as much as you want at this ice. You can dig as deep as you want there is nothing to hide. The body is still not there. The tomb is still empty because the Lord is still arisen. For 1,992 years, people, some people have been trying to find that body. They have been trying to prove that Jesus is still in the grave. But they have found nothing because there is nothing to find. The Apostle Paul himself encourages the believers of his day to investigate. Go and see the empty tomb. Go and talk to over 500 people who saw Jesus arisen, the greater part of whom remain alive to this day. Paul's day, not our day, obviously. We can't go talk to them. But the people then could investigate, Paul said, as much as you like. There is nothing to find. There is nothing to hide. There is no inconvenient truth because the grave is empty. Jesus is still risen. The resurrection of our Lord has been called the most well-documented fact in history. The body is not there, for he is arisen as he said. If you want to find the body of Christ, it's not hard, but it's not in the tomb, is it? It's right here in the Lord's Supper. And the bread in which he gives to us his living body so that we might be partakers with him. 
Truly, he is arisen as he said. He is with us in power. The grave is still empty, for he is arisen. Amen.